0: Welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 11, Till the Blood Runs it's Clear. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah. I expected you to say League Nights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Still getting used to it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm honestly surprised that I don't say League Nights every <laughs> single time. <laughs> or gutter trash. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. 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 Farscape. Farscape. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Where, where do you want to start? Uh, I don't know, because I'm going to just go ahead and say this. I, I didn't particularly enjoy this episode so much. No? Yeah. All right. You? I, I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought there were good parts to it. Okay. Uh, overall, there was... Just No, no, something about I didn't like. Okay, but uh, you know, let's get into this. Yeah. Um. So basically, in this episode, Crichton is trying to recreate the uh, the wormhole that brought him to uh, the Farscape universe. Right. Um. With Aaron in tow, against her will, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, something about solar flares happening. And, uh, they're they're orbiting this planet, uh, the, his, uh, pod gets, uh, broken, and so he lands on this planet against the, the, uh, wishes of, uh, Dargo. Uh, and basically things go awry from there. Yeah. 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 So the planet is Tatooine. Basically, yeah. And they go find Watto. They, they find a lot of, uh, Dink Dinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Spaceballs? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, no, I followed. Okay, alright. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they go and find Wado the junk dealer. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he and little Anakin, are gonna repair the <laughs> ship. <laughs> they give, uh, they give Crichton and Aaron some, uh, pod racing goggles. Yeah. So that they can, uh, walk around outside. Right. Which, uh, they don't wear a lot. Yeah even though they were given to them. Uh, <laughs> and they <laughs> wound up meeting uh, a couple of bounty hunters. Yes. Turns out, looking for them. Yes. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Looking for Dargo, Zan, and uh, Rigel uh, by by decree of uh, Grace. Yes. yeah, Nice and, to see Grace again. Yeah, even if it is just a holographic version of him. That's fine. That's all I ask for. <laughs> <laughs> just something to remind the viewers that uh, there's uh, a threat out there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> that they are being hunted, right? And not just having wacky adventures in space. Well, I mean, they are just having wacky adventures. Well, in yeah, space. yeah, but, right, you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, uh. So yeah, so they talk to Violet Beauregard, who, uh, fixes the plane for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was awful. <laughs> like, I don't know what. I don't know what it is about her that I did not like, but there was something about her that I did not like. Uh, is it the, the dirty face? No. Cigar I smoke? I, it was, uh, it was her speech patterns. Mm-hmm. Eh, I mean, they were relatively normal compared to some previous uh, guest stars. That's true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> Maybe I've been spoiled by the last couple of guest stars who so okay. more or less spoke normally. Right. Uh, I thought she was fine. Okay. Yeah, but there, there is something off-putting about her. Yeah, uh, we'll give you that. Uh, her name is Furlow. Right. Yeah, which is also... Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a person's name shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Especially an alien person. Shouldn't be a thing that we know of here on <laughs> Earth. <laughs> Watto. Yeah, there exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, they get uh, they get Violet Beauregard to repair the ship, and uh, <laughs> they go out and they meet the Boba Fett and Bosque. yeah, who are looking for him. No, no, I did like that. One of their names was Worf. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know if it was Worf or not. No, uh, I thought it was. It sounded like it, but. I have bad hearing, so it, I don't know. It was either Worf or Ralph, right? It was probably Wharf, probably, yeah, because yeah. he never played the piano, right? So probably not Ralph, although he was a dog. That's true. He was a dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, not not in as much as the uh, the cat people from Doctor Who, right? But uh, <laughs> but but they were dog like beings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hunting in packs, having an alpha male, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which is repeated to us ad nauseum. Yeah, <laughs> you do kind of get hit over the head with that part. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, meanwhile, while this is all going on, there's solar flares happening, which apparently cause Zan to have orgasms. Yeah, all the time. Photogasms. It's, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh which is a subplot that you think is not really going anywhere for, you know, other than humor sake. Yeah. But but it turns out almost to to have a slight importance. Yeah. <laughs> not a ton. Yeah. Uh but but for about 30 seconds maybe you get a feeling of danger because <laughs> she is uh having an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> which is uh not something too many people can say. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling of danger from having an orgasm, right? Yeah, that is uh, something I never expected to hear. I mean, it happened to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I'm out of shape, and thought I was having a heart attack or something. <laughs> you could drop it any minute. I from, could yeah. from one of those things. Yep. <laughs> That's why I've sworn off them. Well done. Done. <laughs> Well, I've been alive for the past four years. <laughs> you, you, and, you and Dave Sim have completely sworn off of having an orgasm, and all women are voids. <laughs> but you are not a misogynist. Exactly. I I have signed documents. Have signed to my to prove position. it. <laughs> Kids, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up Dave Sim on Wikipedia and yeah. have yourself a laugh. He's crazy. <laughs> Uh, we gotta feel bad, though, that uh, his, uh, uh, all the negatives for his uh, High Society uh, series got burned up. Yeah. Yeah. That does gonna yeah. suck. Yeah. Because, you know, crazy misogynist or not, he's a talented comic book creator. Yeah. yeah he shouldn't have his, uh, work completely lost like that. Yeah. Oh, well. That's still in so print. It's still in print. Yeah. Well, no, but, you know. It's uh it was it was meant to be the, the digital uh, version of it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Oh well. It'll still happen. Yeah. Yeah. I won't read it because no. he's a crazy misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read any any of his stuff. I have tried to read the first very first uh Cerebus, you know, phone book version. Yeah. Uh, our friend Jason, who was a huge Dave Sim fan. Uh, lent it to me, and I found it unreadable. Uh, he said it really doesn't take off until, like, the third one, but you have to read the first one in order <laughs> to get stuff in the later ones. Yeah. Uh, so I just decided I wasn't going to read them anymore. Uh, and I did read Juden Haas. Okay. Which was his uh, sort of tribute to Holocaust victims okay. kind of thing, which... Probably would have had more of an impact if almost immediately after it came out, it wasn't, you know, the whole misogyny petition thing Yeah, happening. Yeah.
1: Yeah. His own crazy
0: heard that book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Yeah. Beautifully drawn, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do like his art a lot. Parscape. Yeah. Yeah. Parscape, yes. <laughs> so yeah, they run into the bounty hunters and, uh, and they, uh, Crichton gets the brilliant idea that rather than be killed by the bounty hunters, they will pretend to be bounty hunters themselves, named Bush and Sundance. Yep, because yeah, because uh, that's what he came up with. Right. <laughs> and so so Crichton sort of positions himself as the as the alpha dog. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I mean, there's humorous exchanges. Uh, I, it's just yeah, I don't know, just. Something about this episode just hmm. did not find any kind of appealing to me. Okay. Uh like I said, there were there were good moments throughout, but just as a as a whole, I d I don't know. Okay. I cannot describe why I dislike it. Alright. It's understandable. Could be a cliche thing, like like kind of feels like the whole episode is full of just cliches. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sorry. So, you don't have to apologize for anything. <laughs> I'm mostly sorry that I can't. verbalize? Verbalize, uh, anything, apparently. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but especially, you know, my why I feel the way I feel about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Alright. Well, I accept your apology. Alright then. <laughs> I, I'm gonna remain quiet for the rest of the episode. Okay, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, um, I, I think I can see where you're coming from, though. Uh, looking back on it, uh, I enjoyed watching it, but but yeah, if I, I guess if I think too much about it, right. then there are it's it's like a a, a series of loosely connected events uh, that that don't really have a lot of. Forward momentum. Right. Or, or. Impact. Impact on right. anything, yeah. So, except for, I mean, I guess at the end. There is uh, a little something there. There is a little something, yeah. There. Well, there's a couple things. Um, cause the, the, they see the, the peacekeeper message from, uh, from, what's his name? Christ. Christ, thank you. And, uh, and, uh, Aaron manages to, to mess around with it and finds a private message just for herself. Right. And it's, uh, Grace offering her, like, a full pardon, basically, if she turns on, on the other escapees. Right. And she, uh, ultimately decides to, to, well, at least as far as we know, uh, decides to, to reject that, um, because he's just gonna kill her anyway. That's basically the (laughs) terms of the pardon (laughs) and honorable retirement is, is death. Well, I think, I think the feeling that I got there was that, uh, you know, <clears throat> an honorable retirement for anyone else would have been an honorable retirement. Yeah. Uh, but just for her, it would have been death. You know, yeah. Because he <laughs> is a liar and crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I guess he's not so much crazy, but, uh. He's obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, and then and then the uh, the other thing uh, is that uh, to pay for the repairs on the ship, uh, Crichton has to give up all of the data that he has on how the wormhole was created and right and, and all that stuff. So he's basically he, he's he's been chasing how to get home for the full episode and sort of has it in his grasp and then the solar flares stop and then he has to get rid of his research and so he's basically back in ground back zero in ground zero. Yeah. yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Although on the other hand, you know, he's a smart guy. Yeah. I'll figure, it figure it out. Out. Yeah. I honestly, I thought. I I will wager that he is back on Earth by the end of this season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> so no, I actually I thought um because he like the the uh, the data or whatever is in the form of a little audio tape. Right. That's what it looks like. And, like, when he gives it to her, I thought, oh, that's not really it. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Why yeah. would it be on an audio tape? Well, they, they pointed it out earlier that that's what he was I know, I know. There. I remember that. Of course, uh, here's the thing. How's she going to play it? That's true. She just has it. Yep. She'll have to build something to play it. She'll have to build a cassette player. Yeah. <laughs> a mini cassette player. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> or she could build a regular one and then one of those... Full size cassette things. Oh, that yeah, adapter? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but, uh, not for V, uh, not for, for audio cassette, but for VHSs, I always wanted one of those. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they had the little mini DV, you know, tapes. Yeah. And like the full size VHS adapter. Yeah. It's like, I always wanted one. That was just so cool. It was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a transformer. Basically. <laughs> How, uh, I mean, I know you're you're just a couple years younger than me, so I don't know if you even ever had uh, any Transformers as a kid. Uh, my brother had a very large collection of Transformers Is that, that he never let me play with. Uh. <laughs> well then, uh, let's get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I can uh, find out if he was as disappointed as I was that uh, Soundwave never played. Oh yeah, I guess he never did, did he? That would have been awesome. Yeah. I don't know how they would have done that, but it would have been awesome. Yeah. You'd, you'd think that with technology today, they could maybe figure that out, oh, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Even if you got to make a big-ass sound wave. Yeah. yeah. That'd be even better. Yeah. As long as it transforms accurately. Exactly. <laughs> uh, not like these uh, new transformer toys that are all plastic and bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I want I want uh, a half-scale sound wave. Oh, yeah. It'd be awesome. I used to have a, uh, like a 14 inch tall Optimus Prime. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, accurately transformed. It was, was, it was like the 20th anniversary? Yeah, yeah. something like that. That yeah. was awesome. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I wound up selling it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was so awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that always disappointed me as a kid when I had, like, I got Soundwave I was like, this is awesome. He comes with tapes. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna play tapes on him. <laughs> <laughs> No. No, you're not. Nope. <laughs> what I am gonna do is break the uh, holder that uh, holds the tapes in, uh, and then, uh, his legs are gonna be loose, uh, like two seconds after, uh, I first transform him, <laughs> and, uh, he will never be able to stand on his own again. Transformers. Toys! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, More Than Meets the Eye. Yep. Have you read The Incredible Change Bots by Jeffrey Brown? I oh. have. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it's been a while, but yes. Yeah. Uh, read it on Gutter Track. That's a that's a book recommendation for you listeners. That is a very good recommendation. I've not read uh part two yet. Okay. But volume two. Gotcha. Whatever. Yeah. First. The, the second part. one. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, one after the first. Right. sir right. Yeah. <laughs> So uh so yeah. 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 You, you did not you did not care for it? Uh yeah, I don't like yeah, yeah. I wish I could tell you <laughs> why. I honestly do. <laughs> uh it's okay. You're you're allowed to not like things for no apparent reason. Yeah. I mean but I mean there are good moments. There's there's uh uh Crichton and Dargo coming to an understanding. Yeah. I there's, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh Zan's multiple orgasms. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron gets blinded. Oh, yeah, I forgot about uh, that. Uh, at some point. Because she wasn't wearing her goggles. Right. Uh, and, and, well, the fight was, was terrible. Yeah. Uh, they were just swinging wildly yeah. at each other. I liked the fight. Yeah. It was nice to see some action. Yeah, I mean, it was nice to see action, but, I mean, she's a peacekeeper, she's trained, and she's, she's military. Yeah. So why is she just, uh, even when she could see, just wildly flailing her arms around? She's not a good peacekeeper. Right. She got kicked out. That is true. <laughs> you make an excellent point. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the, then, huh? Good little shootout there at the end. A little shootout. That was pretty cool. Uh, but but uh I think aaron's shining moment comes uh at the end when when she is completely blind and uh she uh she and Furlo have uh managed to uh to hack into the uh the uh the the bounty beacon holographic thing mm-hmm. and uh change the message so that Christ basically says that uh there is no bounty anymore yeah. Uh And then uh, Aaron just sits in the middle of this gun, final, uh, gun battle, just smiling. That was awesome. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we'd ever seen her smile before. I don't think so. It was really nice. Yeah. It was a very nice smile. Yeah. Especially a big uh, shit-eating grin like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't a smile of happiness. It was a smile of uh, fuck everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Frel everybody. Or is Frell Hell, I forget. No, Frell's is fuck. Frel is fuck, okay. Yeah. But uh we're a podcast. Yeah. We can say fuck. Can we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. i that, thought there were kids listening. This is why we have the explicit tag on iTunes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, since earn the it. beginning. Let's earn it. Let's earn it, goddammit. We we've we've earned it <laughs> by this point. <laughs> I've definitely earned it. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's been that way since uh, the league nineteen. I know, uh, I forgot. Yeah. Which, you know, probably inappropriate since we were reviewing a kid show, but, you know, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Reviewing Tom and Jerry cartoons, but it's an explicit podcast. (laughs) That fucking mouse, can you believe that? He is a piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) What a (laughs) con. Too far. I was talking about Mammy. Oh, okay. Who? (laughs) Isn't that... The lady? Is, is that the owner? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's the pair of legs that uh, are always seen yelling at Tom. Called Mammy? I guess. I, I had no idea. Yeah. It's been years yeah. since I've seen one. I, right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, when we move on to Tom and Jerry cartoons, after we finish Farscape, <laughs> we're going to watch every single Tom and Jerry cartoon. Uh, that would kill us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk, goddammit. it. <laughs> Oh, you don't want the ones where they talk? No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> what about the ones where, like, their cousins visit and their cousins talk? Yeah. What are the ones with their friends? We don't need that either. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's not right. No. It's not the natural order of things. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's just watch uh, every episode of Itchy and Scratchy instead. Okay. It's probably far more interesting and uh should only take, like, a couple days. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Be good. Yeah. I like it. We skip those fucking Poochie episodes. Those are terrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, we have a uh, we have a friend who. Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I have a friend. Uh, using the loosest term, <laughs> you have an acquaintance <laughs> by the name of uh, Matt Brassfield, <laughs> who uh, who uh, writes. Uh, Writes in the loosest terms, uh, produces and directs, all in the loosest terms, (laughs) uh, a television program, again, loosest terms, yes, uh, called the, uh, Terrifying Tales of the Macabre with, uh, Baron von Porkchop, yes, it's a horror host show. That is the exact title, that's not a loose, nope, translation. That is the exact title, yeah, uh, and, uh, he, he introduced a new character, I think, in the second season to the show. Uh, mostly because uh, in, in in the show, uh, there's the Baron, Baron Von Porchop, and he has a wife, uh, the Baroness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Baroness d- doesn't do a lot of the TV show. Uh, so in order to have another female foil in the show, he created a new character called Viola Poison, or as he spells it occasionally, Posseum. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so she's been more and more on the show And uh, I've been drawing I've been working on this DVD cover for him For, uh, it's, it's coming close to two months now Yeah, it's been uh, a long time It is my fault entirely why that is happening Because I am slow <laughs> And also uninterested <laughs> uh, And it has a million characters And it. it does that too, yeah and there's more that I still haven't done yet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you've seen quite a bit already. Yeah. 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 There, there's a lot more that still needs to be done on that thing. Uh, but Viola Poison uh, is is on the cover because she is in that episode, and uh, he he specifically asked that I draw her on the cover to to let her fans know that uh, she's in it. And I said, I'm not drawing her. She is the poochie of your show. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this before. Fans? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like to let him have his fantasies. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they, they make him feel good. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> it's really all we can ask for. Yeah. Happy Everybody Matt is happy everyone else. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Matt. Hello, Matt. He doesn't listen. He's not listening yeah. there. Uh, I don't think he knows that we do this now. Probably not. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, Farscape. Farscape. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Or I enjoyed it anyway. There were parts of it. Maybe, it. It, doesn't, maybe it doesn't hold up to scrutiny. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't think I'm really even scrutinizing it. I, I just, no, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just sort of blah on it. That works. Could be, could be the, the just sandy landscape and bright solar flares that Uh, Pat me against it. Yeah. I don't know. Could be all the uh, mysterious uh, robed figures that they kept focusing on that never did anything. Yeah, that was was weird. Yeah. All the people in white, like nothing but white robes. Yeah. They were creepy. They were a little creepy. And they kept, like, deliberately showing scenes of them doing stuff. Yeah. But it never panned out. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'll come back to them. Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. If, uh, I don't think they do in this season uh, come back to this planet or not. But gotcha. so, uh Who knows. We'll find out I together. Guess, I guess so. Yeah. I got nothing else. No, that's fine. All right. We're, we're good to wrap up. Okay, then. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.